Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Strickling Shell Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, Charles Hamaker. Today, uh, on episode 137 of the show itself, uh, Seattle Interview Series number 40, I have Marley Canales. Did I say that right? Did I botch it? Nope, that's correct. Perfect. All righty. So, uh, you know, one of the newer rain draft picks from the past uh, past draft, obviously, uh, having spent U14 through U23 with the U.S. Men's National Team, you know, 2017 to 2021 with UCLA, uh, two-year captain with the team there, 2020 All-Pac-12 second team, and then 2021 All-Pac-12 third team. How you've been? I mean, uh, you know, I know we're kind of getting close toward the beginning of when players are supposed to report. How has it been for you, you know, since you've been drafted until this point, you know, whether it's training or just, you know, kind of knowing the fact that you've been drafted? Yeah, um, it's, it's very exciting. Um, honestly, going into the draft, I didn't know where I was going to end up. Um, but I'm so thankful for the rain and Laura Harvey for giving me this opportunity. And I'm from San Diego, so I did stay pretty close for college. Um, so I'm really excited for this new chapter in my life. So just get it out of the way would it be better to pinpoint for you where you know you first started playing soccer or where the love of the game began because in speaking with your teammate now Lauren Barnes she said that that love is kind of you know in her career it's kind of come on and off right is that a similar case for you or how has your story uh, you know really taken place with the game of soccer itself uh, yeah, I think that I fell in love with the game as as soon as I started playing. Um, my dad played soccer and my older sister played soccer. So it's just been in the family. And so it was just automatic that I would start playing as well. And so I started playing when I was about three and I just loved the game. Um, I was obsessed with being like my older sister. And so I saw her trying out and um, like I said, I knew I wanted to. So I've loved the sport um, since I was that age. And yeah, I mean, I think it's very fair to say that whenever you play a sport for now about 20 years, the there's ups and downs for sure. Um, I tore my ACL my junior year of college. And that was, as many soccer players know, it's very, very difficult. Um, but thankfully that that time away from the sport made me love the game so much more and miss the game so much. Uh, so it was a blessing in disguise, that injury. And now ever since then, that was about two years ago. Um, I have been full go on this sport and just looking forward to starting my professional career. I do want to talk about, well, you've already addressed the ACL, so I don't have to worry about that anymore, I guess. <laughs> um, what was your reaction to the awards that you won at the high school slash club level? And did it affect you at all, your mindset as a player? You know, was it just sort of, hey, this is a representation of the work that I put in, right? Was this mm-hmm. something that I'm just playing the game? I don't really care. You know, you know, three-time NSCAA Youth All-American, 2014-2015 California Gatorade Player of the Year finalist, 2015 CIF All San Diego Player of the Year. Did that, what did that have any impact at all on you? Or is it just sort of, hey, I'm playing my game. Those things are just, those are not my main focus. Yeah, I don't think that those uh, accolades have ever really been my focus. I think that my love for the game and my drive and competitiveness is really what I look forward to going on the field. Um, I look forward to going to training and putting in the work. And I think anytime you can get uh, your work recognized is always nice. 
uh, for sure. But I mean, those aren't necessarily things that I am focused on or always uh, reading about or stuff like that. I just, I love to compete and I love the grind of the game and the sport. So that's really just what I have been always focused on my whole life. Um, my, my dad trained me uh, basically my entire life and he kept me very grounded. So um, I credit that a lot to him. And so, um, yeah, I'm very thankful and honored for those awards. But again, I just, I just love to play the game. So that's really just what I go out and do. So with moving that to the national team, the time that you spent, you know, with the national team throughout the years, uh, how would you describe the time that you've spent with the national team and perhaps any lessons that you've taken, you know, or absorbed while you've been there? Yeah, it's been such an amazing experience representing uh, the U.S. and the Crest. And it's very cool because now I see players that I played with when I was U14, U15, U17 on the national team. And they're already in the NWSL there. They've had incredible college careers as well. And so it's very cool just being able to make those connections at such a young age because you make those connections because you're all there for the same reason. You know, you, they all love the game. They're all very, very talented. And so now it's just cool because we used to always talk about, you know, we want to play professional soccer. And um, now it's very cool to see some of my teammates on the rain, like Alana Cook and Allie Watt. Um, I played with them in the U20 World Cup and um, I'm so excited to be reunited with them. Um, so yeah, I mean, playing um, and being coached by some of the best coaches in the world is has just been monumental for my development uh, starting at a young age, for sure. So you, you, know, you talk about a few of your teammates, not those two examples specifically, but you know, what are your thoughts on some of the uh, other teammates of yours that were called into the U23 camp, you know, with Claudia Dickey, Laura Ivory, and Alyssa Melanson. Yeah, no, that's incredible. Um, I'm I'm very happy for them. That's so exciting. Anytime you get to represent the Crest, it's an absolute honor. And I know that those three players are going to do awesome. So with UCLA, you know, obviously you talk about going to school, you know, relatively close to home. How did that process go? Because obviously, if we look at California, there's an abundance of schools in California. But yeah, how did the journey to UCLA fall into place for you? Uh, yeah, I think that when I was younger, I was like, I want to go far for college. I want to go to the East Coast, um, get out of here. But once I it was like sophomore year, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can go so far. Like I, I want to be close to home and stay in Southern California. So um, I visited one other school and then UCLA. And once I got to UCLA and visited the campus and saw the culture of the team, I knew that that was the place for me a hundred percent. Um, the academics and then the athletics, they were second to none. And I knew that it was just the perfect place for me. And I have enjoyed my five or so years at UCLA so much. How did you really look at the freshman year? Because, you know, talking to different people, freshman year can be such a different thing, whether it's, you know, the academics or um, even just how you approach being with the team, right? Was it sort of a, I'm going to be a sponge and just soak up what I can here at this program, you know, with the history it's had? Um, did you want to come out and prove yourself? How did you approach freshman year? Yeah, I think that it was a very big jump. Uh, from high school to college. And I think that, 
I mean, obviously my freshman year, I didn't play a lot. I didn't get a lot of minutes. And I think that it took a little bit of time for adjustment for me. And whether that was because you're playing against, you start to play against girls that are can be four or five years older than you. And you, if you come in at 17, 18. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was a hard transition for sure. But uh, after my freshman year, I took a lot of what I learned and I realized I don't want to sit on the bench again. Um, so I realized, you know, I got to step up my fitness, my technical work, my strength conditioning, everything. Um, so I committed to that and I'm hoping that I can, I learned a lot of lessons for sure. I mean, if you just have an easy path, um, you don't learn too many lessons along the way. So I, I'm thankful for those lessons that I learned and I'm hopeful that I can take everything that I've learned from UCLA into the pro level. You know, you talked about the ACL already. I want to go back to a little bit before that, you know, PKs are always a stressful time. Anybody that plays the game knows PKs, you know, that's their own beast. What thought process did you have going into your PK in the semifinal against Duke to send UCLA to that title mm -hmm. game? I mean, yeah, how did you approach that? Because I know that there are different ways to approach PKs in general, but, you know, that's a big, obviously, semifinal with what's at stake there. How did you approach that? Uh, yeah, I think that if you look at that game, I didn't play a minute and the team went into obviously overtime, double overtime, and I didn't touch the field at all. And so when the time came, um, our head coach, Amanda Cromwell, was asking players who wants one. And I rose my hand back. I think, wow, that was, that was pretty pretty impressive for me to do just as a freshman. Um, I mean, right now it's, it's kind of like, oh, wow, I can't believe I did that, you know? But in the moment I was just like, I had been taking them well all year in training. And I was like, I have nothing to lose, you know? My team's worked so hard and I believe in myself. And so I wanted to be put in that position to help my team get to the final, whether I played or didn't play. Um, and so I'm thankful that my head coach Amanda believed in me enough to put me in that situation. And yeah, I mean, I just, I stepped up and whether it was fake it till you make it or just believe hundred percent, this is going in no matter what, um, that's what I did. And so I, I, it's just, an, it's very, it's a special moment because a lot of people see it as game winner. Yes. But some people don't know, don't know that I didn't play a minute in that game. And so that does make it a little harder, um, mentally for sure. But looking back, I mean, I'm just, I'm proud of myself for stepping up in a moment like that. If I have to make you pick, is there a certain tournament run that make means the most to you over your time at UCLA, or is it just sort of just they all mean you, you can't really compare that sort of thing? Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I think that, um, I'm pretty sure every year. So I think, I, I don't know if I played four or five seasons, honestly, because of the COVID season, but, um, I'm pretty sure every year in the postseason we got knocked out at a different stage. So whether it was a in the final, we lost to Stanford, semifinal, Elite Eight, Sweet 16. Um, so we really did lose at every level, which is a bummer because we were so close many times. Um, so that I'm gonna hold on to that one for not being able to bring back national championship for UCLA. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think that the team was so special, whether we won the national championship or not. I mean, you look at some of the players that were on that team and they're some of the best in the world. And now some of them are in the NWSL and some of them are playing overseas. And so, I mean, regardless, it doesn't matter if we, if we were on that day or not. Um, 
but I'm, I've played with some of the most special players and I'm so thankful for that. Is there a favorite moment or game that you can take from your time at UCLA, whether it may be that game against Duke with the semifinal, or again, is that something mm -hmm. that, you know, it's just over the time at UCLA, just appreciative of what you were able to accomplish and the people that you're able to meet? Yeah, I think that um, I've made some of my best friends for life at UCLA, whether they're my teammates or other athletes at the school. Um, I think that playing against USC was always the biggest stage for UCLA, any UCLA athlete. I mean, you put them against USC, it's going to be a battle every time. Um, so I never lost UC USC at my time at UCLA, so I hold that close to me. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think it was my junior and senior year. I mean, we would go into single overtime, double overtime against them. So games like that is just absolutely what I live for. Um, just having a lot of fans and the, everything being on the line. So um, those games I, I'll never forget. And then, so off the field, uh, in a way, what inspired you to pursue a master's degree in transformative coaching and leadership? How did that uh, fall into the cards? Yeah, so once I tore my ACL, um, the season that I was going to have to come back for uh, was going to be the season that got canceled due to COVID. So then I got, so then my season got push, pushed back even more. And I knew I wanted a lot of games under my belt um, coming back from my ACL. So I was finishing up my bachelor's in psychology and uh, the opportunity came up where my head coach is like, there's a new grad program coming out with that title. And uh, I was like, yeah, I mean, if I, I can stay another year, play another season, um, be a fifth, fifth year uh, senior on that team and, and get a master's. I mean, it was really a no brainer. It's, I mean, your education stays with you for life. And so to get a bachelor's and master's from UCLA is just absolutely so special to me. So um, yeah, I applied to that program and it has honestly been one of my best decisions because just with a program like that at UCLA, um, it revolves a lot about a lot around John Wooden and, um, you know, we, we have some programs at UCLA through athletics that teach you about John Wooden and his pyramid of success, but that program really dove into his philosophies, his coaching mindset, and then a bunch of other incredible coaches and so um, I've learned so much from that program and I know it'll stay with me for life, whether it's on the field or off the field. Now, transitioning over to the rain here, can you talk about your draft process and about how everything came together ultimately for you to be selected by the rain? Yeah, so I had talked to a couple of different teams leading up to the draft after my college season and honestly going into draft day, like I said, I had no idea where I was going to end up. Um, draft day is crazy and everyone has their own story and situation, but, um, mine was definitely unexpected. Um, just kind of how everything played out, but, uh, Laura called me a couple minutes before I got drafted and that was that. So I, I was, I'm so excited. I'm so thankful for the rain for giving me this opportunity and yeah, so I, I'm just ready to go. Have any of your new teammates reached out to you? And if so, you know, what's the sort of first impression that you've gotten, you know, from this team? Cause obviously there's, 
you know, veterans, you know, club originals that have been with this team, as well as some players who are relatively new. Um, so can you just speak on, you know, obviously if they've reached out to you and if so, what's the first impression you've gotten so far? Yeah. Um, Lauren Barnes reached out to all of us new draftees and the rain newbies, they call us. Um, and just kind of put us all in a group chat and said, we're so excited to have you guys. Um, here's each other's contacts so we can get to know each other. And I trained a little bit with Sofia Huerta and a couple of days before the draft. And I didn't know I was going to go to rain and then I ended up going there. So um, they're both two incredible people and incredible leaders. And I'm so excited to step on the field with them. Um, but yeah, I think the general consensus is that uh, this is a team full of experience and leaders and great people and teammates. So I feel like I'm going into a great situation um, to make new friends and make new teammates and as well as the coaching staff, uh, just I've heard nothing but incredible stuff from them. So um, I'm looking forward to learning and growing as a person and a player for sure. Yeah, it was kind of a funny thing about Sophia. I remember I spoke with her prior to the season really taking off and we talked about her playing as an outside back, you know, and getting back to that. And obviously the course of the season takes place and that becomes a big, a big, uh, big moment for her through the season. So just a cool little thing about Sophia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at least in the midfield, right. There's a lot of knowledge that I'm sure you could, you know, learn from, you know, brains to pick, you know, just look at obviously league MVP last year and just Fishlock, uh, you know, Rose Lavelle's mm-hmm. in there. Uh, and even if you want to look at the attacking side of it, obviously Megan Rapino, which she's accomplished in her career, mm-hmm. Bethany Balser won rookie of the year, 2019. Can you just speak about, you know, potentially, you know, the teammates alongside you in those position groups and, you know, what you might be able to take from them, whether it's, you know, picking their brain or just, you know, in training even? Yeah, definitely. I think that it's going to be a huge learning experience because those are some of the best players in the world, uh, let alone in the league. And so I am absolutely just planning on being a sponge and just taking everything in, whether that's on on the field and off the field, just how to be a professional athlete and professional soccer player. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, like I said, I'm stepping into a great situation with a great group of women that have helped change the game of women's soccer in the U S. So I, I'm so excited to just get up there and start learning. Said, do you have, I always put, you know, socials in the bio, in the description. And then with the rain, I've always been putting the season ticket link down there. I mean, is there anything you want to leave off on? Uh, just to wrap up, you know, whether it's, you know, being able to play in Lumen, as we kind of talked about avoiding playing in mm-hmm. Shaney, uh, you know, Laura Harvey, just anything that you want to leave out on? Uh, yeah, no, I think that this team is going to be a very special team. Again, um, they obviously have a track record of being great and um, playing a very good style of soccer. So, I think that this season is going to be a lot about growth and um, with our coach, Laura Harvey, leading the way. So um, I'm very excited to get up to Seattle. I go up there in about a week and a half. So I know all the women will be ready to go and just very excited. That being said, I want to thank you for your time and excited to see how the season (laughs) plays out from the press box. Yep, definitely. Thank you so much. (laughs) 